I'm Jason Klaus. And you know as well as anybody that in this day and age, and no matter where you look, there's something negative happening. There's something that is bringing us down. There is something that is causing us roadblocks on our journey of life. What if I told you I had five simple reminders that would inspire us and motivate us to have a better day each and every day? That's what we're going to talk about on Friday night, November the 12th. It will be on that night that I return to Lapeer, Michigan in an entertainment endeavor for the first time in over 20 years. But no, I'm not going to be stepping into a wrestling ring. I'm not going to be wearing tights and boots. Instead, I'm going on stage for a one-man motivational stage show. It's Klaus to the Heart Live, and it happens live from the Pix Theater in downtown Lapeer, Michigan. So join me for a night of fun, for a night of inspiration, and something that could get you back on the right path. And more importantly, these five simple reminders to shove all of that negativity out of your day. And it all goes down beginning at 7 p.m. with a special acoustic musical performance from local singer-songwriter Todd Gilbert. It's Klaus to the Heart Live, and it goes down Friday night, November 12th. The Pix Theater in downtown Lapeer, Michigan. Advanced tickets will be available beginning Friday, October the 15th, but you can still buy your tickets at the door the night of the show. Join me as I come home. The following is a close to the heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and is rated PG-14. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats but this may be my greatest endeavor yet this is my show and on here we will talk about a variety of topics from sports to entertainment to real life and how we can make a difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives I may go on rants I may go on sidebars but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus, flying solo this week. Uh, 
Nikki Falsoni uh, and I were unable to get on the same page in terms of our schedule, so you get to have me all by myself this week. Um, we are now entering kind of this new phase for the podcast, and before we dive into the topic for this week, I want to take a couple of moments here and say a couple of things about last week's episode, which was, of course, the... Um, 100th episode of the podcast and um you know it was over three hours long which blew my mind when I started putting everything on the feed and started putting you know actually constructing the show and everything and I you know I was like man should I cut some of this out should I make this in two different parts but I really wanted to keep it in one part and I couldn't, I, I just couldn't justify, you know, cutting anything out because I was so pleased by and large with all of the interviews that, that we had done and, and everything like that. And I just, I just, I, I didn't feel right cutting anything out. Now, with that being said, I just, you know, I kind of rolled the dice, right? Like either people were going to see, it was going to be that you know a very long episode, and they would either listen to it or or they wouldn't. And to um, to my pleasure, to my surprise, pleasant pleasantly surprised, it wound up being like in the top five most downloaded episodes of the podcast, and that re- that really hit home for me it really resonated and um so i just wanted to say thank you for everybody that took the time to listen to that show and uh you know a lot of work went a lot of thought a lot of effort went into putting that whole thing together and uh and the contributions from my special guests on there as well as as nicole um very very much appreciated across the board so uh this is episode 101 so we are now in triple digits here which is kind of mind blowing if you think about it but here we are um figuring out at kind of at the 11th hour that I was going to have to do a, a a solo run this week I wanted to find something that had a little bit of meat on the bone, something that would resonate, something that was more inspirational, more more motivational because, you know, this is a big week for this brand. Um, Klaus to the Heart, the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, I mean, everything under this umbrella, it's a very big week. And me personally, and we'll talk about that later on in the program here, um, but let's dive into this thing. I found I I came across one of these memes that uh, um, really spoke to me, man. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that this this is going to hit home for for some of you. It hit it hit home for for me because I know, especially in one particular case, this this is really going to resonate, and it's really why I decided to use this as this week's topic because I felt like coming off the momentum of episode 100, I needed something that was going to be um, more widely ex- you know, accepted as 
a viable topic. I think this is it. And, um, you know, it is, it is more of a, mo- of a motivational thing here. Um, you know, n- not really any funny ha ha about it. it. It's, 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 it's kind of a very serious, um, you know, a, a message, um, a declaration of sorts for the, for the lack of better term, because that's really, you know, one of the ways that I took it as it was, it was like a declaration, um, I'm going to pull this thing up here, and um, as I'm doing that, I just, just I, you know, I want to, to continue to express my gratitude for everybody that has supported this show, and, um, you know, we got a lot of cool things on the horizon, but, all right. Here is this week's topic, or the you know the basis of this week's topic. It says, "Please understand this: bad bad chapters can still create great stories. Wrong paths can lead to the right places. Failed dreams can still create successful people." Sometimes it takes losing yourself to find yourself. And I could not agree with this anymore. I know, personally, there are people that mean a great deal to me on a personal level that can benefit from this message, from this declaration. Because they, like a lot of us, throughout the course of our lives, we will encounter a lot of bad things in in our lives, on our paths, to on our journeys, to wherever it is that we want to be, wherever it is we want to go. Um... A lot of times what happens is we find ourselves in in situations that at the time of getting into them, everything seemed like it was the right thing to do. Everything seemed all sunshine and rainbows and bliss and happiness and blah, blah, blah. Um, over time... For whatever reason, in whatever situation, personally, professionally, um, whatever it is that you are involved in that means anything to you, you start to see the true colors. You start to see what the reality of, of the situation is. And for whatever reason, whatever has happened... Um, what, whatever challenges, obstacles, roadblocks, insurmountable odds that have presented themselves that you could not see beforehand are now very much at the forefront. And for a lot of us, when we are encountered with these, with these types of things, 
Uh, there's one of two ways that people will usually go when you're dealing with something like this. You either find a way to work around it. You find a way to get through it. You find a way to get over it. Or you let it just halt all of your momentum and you just kind of, for the lack of better terms, submit to the situation, which by and large is not to your benefit in any way, shape, or form. I have made the analogy several times, both here on the shows or in, in my real-life conversations, that we can often look at our lives as like a book, right? And every book has chapters. Our lives have chapters. Um, some, of, some chapters are, are great. They paint a very positive, uplifting, a very powerful message, a very powerful story, your story. Things where, you know, situations and, and, and scenarios and a chunk of your life that is indeed met with sunshine and rainbows. But most of us throughout the course of our lives have also encountered the storms, right? These dark clouds that hang over us that make the future look very dim. It has covered up and eclipsed any, any sunshine that was once a very prominent force in your life. Now, there's a number of, of scenarios that come into play here. I think the one that resonates most with people is like a breakdown of a, of a personal relationship in some form. Whether it be a romantic one, whether it be one with your parents or a, or a sibling or, you know, some other member of the family or a very cherished fr friendship. Either, either way you look at it, I mean, these are the top three types of, re of relationships in anybody's life. I guess you can throw, you know, your professional relationships in there too if you're close with your boss or things of this nature but primarily it really resonates more on the, on the personal end of the spectrum because anybody that's in any kind of re, a relationship you know if you go into it thinking with false pretenses that every single day of your life for the rest of your life is going to be blissful and there's not going to be any issues, conflicts, hiccups, hangups, or anything of the like. That's not reality. It's not reality if, if you have two individuals who are allowed to express themselves in the way that they see fit as long as as it doesn't create harm mentally or physically or emotionally or anything under the sun. Because if you are an individual who has this false narrative in your head that every day of your life is 
without conflict, without argument, without anything like that with your partner, your mate, your spouse, your significant other, however you you categorize that, I would suggest it's because you have forced that other individual into some sort of a submission to the point to where they're not allowed to freely express themselves or their opinions, their thoughts, their fears, their likes, their wonders, whatever the case may be. A successful relationship on any level has to be founded on respect before anything else. There has to be a level of respect. And then you build off that with the feelings of having a crush on somebody, liking somebody, and the more time you spend with them, you you form these very much stronger feelings for them. You fall in love with these people. If the relationship starts to break down in a less than favorable manner. A lot of times individuals will stay in those relationships and those environments for whatever reason, but in their head, they, they have come to peace with it because they feel like it's better for them to take the blunt of whatever the ill feelings and conflicts are to take the some of the heat off, let's say, for example, there's kids involved or anybody outside the immediate situation that could be affected one way or the other. Doesn't have to be that way. A, success, a successful relationship is a 50-50 partnership. In every way possible. But above all else, there has to be that foundation of respect. It just has to be. Because without it, you are on unstable ground and eventually it will crack, it will crumble, it will collapse. And so with it will be the relationship, partnership, whatever applies here. We can take the bad parts of these chapters and learn from them. We know in our heart of hearts how we want to be treated, how we want to feel when we are with other people that we care about in whatever setting or or situation. You want, by and large, to be treated and to be respected and to feel the kind of love that you may have for somebody else. If that is not reciprocated in some way, shape, or form, it starts to turn that chapter relatively sour. If it's not addressed and it can't be rectified, it becomes a very bad situation for a number of different reasons and in a variety of different levels. But that doesn't have to be what defines that particular chapter of your life. 
See, I'm a firm believer that when, you know, the way I approach things is when, when I have come to the conclusion that I have messed up, I have made a wrong decision, I have allowed an outside entity to dictate a certain mood or my approach at something or how I feel about things, even myself. I can take bits and pieces of it as to what went wrong and apply it to the future. I can use that to know what not to do as I move forward. Because I'm human and I don't look at things like everybody else does. Sometimes I'm very stubborn. Sometimes when I have my mind set on something, the only way I'm going to get off of it is if I do fail. But I have to have that failure to really hammer home that that is not the direction I needed to be in. Or that is not the road I should have gone down. So I take those bits and pieces, those nuggets of information. This didn't work. So we know now not to do this here as we kind of readjust our focus here. But taking those little bits and pieces and nuggets of knowledge and applying them as you move forward can be the building blocks, can be the paving bricks to the road that takes you to your goal, your finish line. And then that is a hell of a story you have to tell your friends, your family, your kids, your grandkids that, yes, I messed up here. This is what I did. This is how it affected me in a negative manner. This is what I took away from it. And this is where I wound up. Because had this not happened, had I not had to shudder the storm, I would have never gained that nugget of knowledge that would be applied later on down the road because I was now prepared for that type of challenge. Had this not happened, I there's no telling how far back I would have been knocked off the road if I didn't have that that experience already. The wrong past can lead to the right places kind of piggybacking off what I just said. Because a lot of times when we embark on these paths, these journeys, I mean, we have an idea of what we would like it to be when we get to what whatever that end game is, that goal, that finish line, wherever it is you're trying to work towards. Sometimes we we get halfway down and realize, whoop, I uh, should have turned left at Albuquerque. But you didn't. Instead of being in Pismo Beach, you find yourself in the South Pole. Some of you are like, what in the hell is he talking about? That is a Bugs Bunny reference. Work with me here. But the wrong past can lead you to the right places. How does that work? You might ask yourself. 
very much like what I just talked about. You, you, you gain this experience. You gain this knowledge that you may not realize at the time is going to have a significant impact on the level of your success as an individual. These wrong paths can sometimes open these unorthodox doors of opportunity that you never knew existed, that you never knew were available. But they have presented themselves to you in, uh, in oftentimes an, un, in, an unconventional form. But it's there. And what you do with it is up to you. You can either take a chance on yourself and think, maybe this could lead me to somewhere. Or you just bypass it. Because you have that fear of the unknown. You don't know what's on the other side of that door. Nobody does. It could be the greatest thing that's ever happened to you, or it could be one of the worst things that's that's ever happened to you. That's life, man. There is no written script here. There just isn't. Sometimes we have to carve out our own journeys, our own stories, our own paths. We have to get off the, the beaten path and figure out what else is available. And who knows, that door could lead to another door down the road that ultimately, if you look at the grand scheme of things, becomes like a shortcut around a lot of other BS that may have been waiting for you over the horizon that you just couldn't see at the time. But you took a chance on yourself. You took a chance on a door of opportunity. And even if that particular door of opportunity may have presented its own challenges, you have this you have this fire inside of you. And most of us, when we are met with the unknown and, and we feel like our backs are up against the wall, that's, that's when we dig down deep and figure out just who in the hell we are and what we're capable of. So at the time, you may be questioning, what the hell am I doing? Where am I going? You keep your eyes open. You keep focused on what it is that you want. And you will see these different opportunities start popping up. Some of them are blaringly obvious. Like there's a neon sign that says, door of opportunity, door of opportunity door of opportunity. Other ones, not so much. You barely get a glimpse of a doorknob as you're walking down this corridor. It's dark. It's dank. It's, you know, you can't see. But something out of the corner of your eye tells you there's something here. You see a doorknob. Do you trust it? Or do you roll the dice? It's up to you. But when you're met with these decisions, you got to listen to yourself, man, because I've, I've said this many times. You are the one person you will never bullshit. You've got to get right with yourself. You have got to be honest with yourself. What do you want? And how 
far are you willing to go for? How hard are you willing to work? How much shit are you going to have to deal with? Or are you prepared to deal with? That's a big one. That's a real big one. Failed dreams can still create successful people. Look, we've all had dreams. We've all, at one point or another, may have dipped a toe into the pool of dreams just to see what the temperature was. Is it too cold? If it's too cold, I'm not going in. If it's just right, if the if the conditions are perfect, I I may jump in. A lot of times we sit there and we second guess ourselves. The what ifs start coming into play. So then you 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 formulate this plan. You formulate this idea, like you have an idea of where you want to go. This has now become a dream. This is something that means something to you. You're going to work towards it. In your mind, you're going to slay the dragons, as it were. Nothing's going to stand between you and your goal. That's great. Great mindset. Good way to start. But sometimes along the way, we figure out that that dream that we thought we had was merely just an idea. And for whatever reason, it's not the one that once filled your sails. In fact, it's just the opposite. It tries to capsize your individual vessel. It's a failed dream. But a lot of people, when they have a failed dream, they will take some time, they will readjust, they will refocus, they will reevaluate. They embark on a new dream, a new goal, something else that registers with them, something else that is of interest, something else that means something. And they take these experiences that they dealt with a short time ago when they were pursuing this other dream that fell through. They take those experiences, that knowledge, they apply it to the here and now. They apply it to their craft. They apply it to their arsenal. The next thing you know, They're laying in on the top floor of a multi-floor business, huge tower in some downtown area with more money in their bank account than they know what to do with because they've rolled the dice on themselves. They took those experiences from the failed dreams, applied them as they moved forward and kept building on it, building on it, building on it to now they own an empire. Now, granted, it's not always going to be on that grand scale. But success, in my opinion, is individualized. You 
you don't necessarily have to have a bank account overflowing with money to be successful. My opinion, if you are truly happy with your life and with the people in it, then there really is no more pure level of success in our lives, in my opinion. Because sometimes it takes losing yourself to find yourself. This is the last part of this statement. A lot of times when life has just hammered us repeatedly, either figuratively speaking or in a literal sense, with abuse, with neglect, with anything of the like. We forget who we are. When we feel like we are being battered and we are being hammered down to the ground with words, with actions, with violence... We forget who we are because we go into we go into modes that we just try to protect ourselves by just going with the flow, by just allowing this shit to happen. Ultimately, it starts to break down our psyches. It breaks down how we feel about ourselves, what we're capable of. We start to compromise the things in our lives that mean something. Whether it be a hobby, whether it be a job, whether it be the people in our lives themselves. Because we're forced to alienate them. Because of another entity, another person. A bully, a bitch, whatever you want to call them. Nobody deserves to live a life in which they are not respected and appreciated for who and what they are. By and large, most people want to be loved and respected. Nobody is anybody else's personal property. Them days are long gone. We all deserve to have, we all deserve to live happy, fulfilled lives. Some of us have to work harder to get to that point than others. That's because we come from different backgrounds. We come from different experiences. We come from different upbringings. It's individualized. But don't let another entity rob you of your self-worth. And don't let them rob you of your ability to see and appreciate who you are to yourself. Because I guarantee you there is somebody in your corner that you may not realize that is rooting for you, that is you know, cheering for you, that wants you to, to, to do good in this world, to be good in this world. Because like I said, success is defined by a number of different things, all depending on what you deem is important.
But as long as you remember who you are, you can overcome anything. You may need some support. You may need that cheerleader. You may need that kick in the ass. It's okay to get knocked down. What's not okay is to just stay down because the struggle to get back to your feet seems daunting. It seems insurmountable. It's not. Every great challenge is overcome with intestinal fortitude, with heart, with desire, with drive, with determination. We all have it in us. It's just sometimes it's just been pummeled into the the deepest, darkest recesses of your soul. But it is there. And I realize that are people that there are people in, in situations where they are in a position where they are in fear, legitimate fear for their safety, their well-beings, for their lives, if they try to mount any kind of comeback or try to pick themselves up off the off the proverbial mat. They're worried about the repercussions. If that gets if it gets to that point, then other professional outside resources have to be utilized because nobody deserves to live their life in fear 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of their lives. That is no existence. That is a life of servitude and no. Absolutely not. Is that acceptable? I know somebody that was going through this. I know somebody that had been pummeled to the ground in every way possible, figuratively and literally. And for however it happened, whenever it happened, something inside them sparked. Something inside them relit that fire. And as it got hotter and hotter, they got more confident, they got more stronger to finally bust out of this, for the lack of a better term, the proverbial cage. And remember just who in the hell they are and why they are truly a badass, and why they deserve the good things in life. They deserve to be treated and appreciated like somebody that means something, not just a, not just a property, not a slave, not anything of that magnitude. Give me a break. Bad chapters can create the... The greatest stories. The wrong paths can lead to the right places. The failed dreams can create successful people. And sometimes it takes losing yourself in order to find yourself. Look deep into your soul. 
and you will find the person you are you are supposed to be and in the environment you deserve to be stick around more of the Klaus to the heart podcast is right after this brief uh, timeout Hey, if you're looking for the official merchandise for any of your favorite podcasts under our umbrella of shows, we invite you to check out the Jackal Creations Podcast Network online store that is powered by CafePress.com. On there, you will see a variety of different products from, from shirts and hats, hoodies, all kinds of glassware, mugs, and much, much more featuring your favorite podcast. We invite you to check out cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store. That's cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store, the official online store of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. And welcome back to the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I certainly appreciate you guys uh, tuning in, hanging out with me this week, uh, flying solo, as you can plainly tell. Um, And before we put a bow on this week's episode, um, I'm going to take a couple of minutes here and just kind of... Speak from the heart, if you'll allow me. Um, a lot of this, look, I, I get it. For the last couple of weeks, if you have followed uh, my social media pages, whether it be my personal one or Klaus to the Heart or any of our podcasts, every show that you've listened to f- for the last s- several months has had at least one advertisement for this a live event that is taking place this Friday night. And I know some of you are tired of hearing it. And if you fall under that umbrella, I'm very sorry. You only have a couple more days left. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. I can't stress enough how big this this show is for me, both personally and professionally and I've talked about this in various platforms on various shows either here on our network or if I was a guest on another podcast or whatever um, I I have gone back to this event Um, it's Klaus to the Heart Live and uh, this is taking place at the historic Picks Theater in Lapeer, Michigan. And, um, you know, I've, I've told the story, you know, about, you know, going there as a kid and watching movies, some of our favorite movies, my brother and I, and there's a lot of emotions that are going into this thing. And the closer I get to it, man, the more, the more I can feel it. Um, like I recorded the turnbuckle time machine for, for Monday morning's drop. And I didn't even bring it up on that show. Rex Havoc and I talked about the the Survivor Series from 1989. But as we had talked about, that was very much in the wheelhouse of our fandom. You know, just not for he and I, but for my brother and, and, and myself. 
and going back and revisiting and rewatching and then dissecting, breaking down that pay-per-view, I, um, you know, my brother has been very much on my mind here lately. You know, like, I mean, he is every day. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't ever think about him because anybody who knows me knows that clearly is not the case. Not a day goes by that I'm not reminded of him in some way, shape, or form. But for the last night, you know, I can go back to a month and a half. Um, he's very much been at the forefront of my mind. And as we get closer to this Friday night, it really is starting to take its its emotional grip on me. Like my heart is very heavy right now. Like my it it's it's a struggle, man. Because like in my mind, I'm excited. Um, you know, I've got everything pretty much in place. The only thing I do, I'm not really a hundred percent sure about is what I'm wearing at this point. Um, but like merchandise is done and packed up and, you know, I have a pretty good idea of how I'm going to lay out what I'm going to talk about and things of this nature, you know, but there are still aspects of the show that is weighing very heavy on me. You know, obviously, first and foremost, this is my first day show since Frankenmuth, which was, you know, a couple of months before COVID shut the whole world down. My brother was at that show, and it was one of the few times that he verbally told me how proud he was of me. Like, that just wasn't something that he generally talked about. But on that night, after that show, it was myself and Jim Burgett and, and Jeff were, were standing on stage talking, and um, there's a couple of pictures of the three of us on stage. Jim walked away, and Jeff turned around, and he was watching everybody kind of filter out of Fisher Hall. And he he looked at me. He gave me, like, this little slap on, on the back, and he's like, man... I've never been more proud of you. And that was a hell of a statement from him because that's just not something he told me a lot of ever, you know, like less than a handful of times. I can remember him telling me he was proud of me about something. But on that night, he did. And um, as wonderful as that experience was, and as much appreciation for Fisher Hall as I have, because I do. The Pix Theater is a completely different animal. Like, this is my hometown. This is a building that I spent, you know, a lot of memorable moments in with my brother. And, like, he's very much on my mind. And he's going to be, as I get ready to walk on stage and do what I'm going to do, say what I'm going to say. Another thing that I'm worried about is, you know, I'm really worried about people showing up. Like, I really want to have a good showing here because I've put a lot of emphasis, in, you know, in terms of a public presentation. Like, I've put a lot of effort into this show. And I really want it to resonate with people. And I, and I think I have a topic that will um 
but this is you know this is not wrestling this there is no safety net in terms of 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 promotions because you can put in big words pro wrestling across a flyer and you're going to generate interest from wrestling fans then you know they look at the smaller print and see well it's the MWO or IWE or whatever promotion then you start looking at the pictures but you put the words pro wrestling on there boom you've you've already attracted the attention of a specific fan base a specific genre motivational speaking doesn't really have that kind of pull to it you know what i'm saying like i can't i couldn't just put on there in great big letters motivational speech November 12th, starring, you know, me, and this is the name of the show, and this is where I'm at, and blah, blah, blah. I have an ego the size of Texas. I don't mind telling you that in some regards. And I felt like um, I could utilize my name from a wrestling standpoint into my ties to the Lapeer area that I could put my picture on the actual official flyer of it and that I would have enough support from my friends, my, you know, my real life friends, my work colleagues, fans of the show, that we would be able to spread this thing by word of mouth help share it all over social media, and to garner attention like this. If you are feeling bad about life right now, if you are feeling bad about yourself, then I wholeheartedly encourage you to come check this out. Don't worry about going to the movies or anything like that. Give me an hour and a half of your time. That's all I ask. Give me an hour and a half of your time. And I, I can almost promise you that there will be at least one aspect from my show that you will be able to take away with you and utilize it to better your overall day. I firmly believe that. $10, I realize, for a lot of people... You know, that that's a big deal, and I understand that. Um, but I also feel like sometimes if you are going to improve s- something in your life that is lacking, even if it's something like your mental frame of mind, the way you perceive the world, the way you perceive yourself, because I mean, I mean, you heard me say it earlier in this program. You got to get right with yourself. Once you get right with yourself, things become a lot clearer. If you're having any kind of struggles with that, any kind of issues with that, or if you know somebody that is dealing with some sort of um, like a depression or, you know, self-doubt, things of this nature. Make, make a night of it, man. Come join me at the Pix Theater. You're going to be treated to 
a great acoustic musical set from my friend Todd Gilbert, um, a uh, local s- singer songwriter. And then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna talk to you. We're gonna have a conversation, you and me. And we're going to get ourselves back on track here. We are going to reshift our focus. We are going to reshift our focus on how we can improve our overall moods. Little changes that we can make. Different ways of tackling different scenarios that can ultimately help your overall peace of mind. And I know it sounds like a shameless plug. I get it. But I don't want to get past this show and look back and be like, I wish I had taken the time to really fully explain what I'm trying to you know, to accomplish here. Why do I want you to come to Lapeer on Friday night, November the 12th? Spend about an hour and a half with me. And give me an opportunity to put you in a better mood to reshift your focus to something more positive. Something to think about. There's going to be some laughs. I mean, I'm not all doom and gloom. I I can crack a joke every now and again. I mean, granted, I'm no no stand-up comedian or anything like that. I mean, I'm no Larry the Cable Guy. But uh, I don't know. I can be pretty charming when I try. <laughs> uh, I kid. But anyway, in, in all seriousness, you won't be disappointed. You will take s- something away from this show. And I really hope you will consider joining me and our biggest fans and, 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 and supporters of this brand. Bring your friends, bring your family out. It's PG-14. There won't be a lot of harsh language or, you know, nothing that you wouldn't see in a PG-13 movie. So, uh, I really hope that you will consider coming out to the Pix Theater this Friday night. Show starts at 7. Um, we're going to open the doors at six four at 6.45 and, uh, Tickets will be available at the door. They're $10 a piece, and you can pick them up with cash or uh, through the PayPal app. And we will put all that information on our website, clausetothehard.net. Um, hopefully, we can get uh, back in line with Nicole here for next week. That is certainly my, my intentions here. And um, until then... I certainly hope to see you all this Friday night in Lapeer, Michigan, close to the heart live at the Picks Theater. And um, until then, we'll see you right back here next week, uh, Tuesday morning beginning at midnight with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm.